Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I'll take you for a ride on the devil's ship. I'll take you for a ride where you sink or swim. Now come with me and let this story begin. Wes? Welcome to the podcast. Thank you, sir. What did Mike call you last time? <laughs> Will, I think. Will, was me. it Will? The whole show was in French. I didn't know what was going on. And then all of a sudden, I hear Will this, Will that. And it was just weird. And then Chris is like, I, I think he's about. talking about you. <laughs> and then and then uh, finally, I just got up and went backstage. Yeah, because you couldn't. Uh, Mike <laughs> thought the same thing on uh, Saturday because I was talking to him yesterday. I was at the, I was the Bordel doing a set. He was recording his <laughs> French podcast. And I was like, okay, it was kind of good that you guys didn't come Saturday, I told him, because it was a weird road trip for you guys to come two hours yeah. just so we could fuck around yeah. and then come back. And then he goes, yeah, on top of it, he goes, I was thinking before we, we decided to just go eat. Wes doesn't speak French. Yeah. So he would have driven two hours, yeah. <laughs> watched an hour of you saying stuff in French, just sitting there and being like, I don't know what's going on. And yeah. then have to drive back another two hours, four hours yeah. to not understand something for now. I was like, oh, thank God. Yeah. I'm so uh, polite. I would just be like. <laughs> this is fantastic. <laughs> well, my buddy was performing a magic show in Ottawa. Okay. So I was going to get Alex? there. Alex? Uh, Eric LeClaire. And I think Alex was with him. And, I, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was just going to, as soon as we got to your show, I was just going to dip and go watch the comedy show. Her, okay, that would have been show, smart. And then come back and meet up for the drinks. That was my plan. <laughs> okay, you know what? At so least I had you're it thinking. figured out. I was like, all right. <laughs> Yo, how did, I, I, did, I never got to ask you. How did you get started in uh, magic? Yeah, I'm a, for your, your, your fans here that don't know, I'm a big get for you. A, a huge, very big deal. Huge. So fucking. And if only they knew how you yeah. got in here was the smoke, <laughs> there was lights. Yeah, I, I used to work. Uh, I'm from Vancouver, uh, hence why I don't speak French. Uh, but yeah, I used to work for the city of Surrey, so it's like a little area outside Vancouver. And uh, I was one of those guys who wore the orange coveralls, filling potholes in the road. Okay. You know, and uh, it's kind of like my job I did when I was going to university. But it's like a government job. There's not a lot to do in a day, so I was kind of sitting in my truck on the side of the road a lot of times, waiting for you know, potholes to fill. And I ended up buying books on magic because David Blaine was on TV. He was super popular. I'm 19 years old. David Blaine's really popping on his like magic specials. And I'm like, I could learn card tricks. I have time at work. So I drive to a bookstore, go in the hobby section, find a couple books on, on magic tricks, bring them back, spend the rest of the summer in my truck just learning these fucking card tricks, getting paid, <laughs> you know, taxpaying dollars to learn card tricks. And you learn them while sitting in the car. Yeah, and, and because uh, where there's two of us always in every truck, you know, uh, so I have this partner every day. And uh, I'm just like, I got this person that's stuck there so I can just perform magic and try things on them. It sucked to be them for the first year. Were, were they a good sport or no? Uh, they were like they, kind of interested sometimes and like, please stop showing me magic sometimes. I get it, bro. Just shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. But after I got good at it, then it was like I was the best partner to have, right? So, so and then how did, well, how do you turn, because even stand up when you first start, it's a little weird to get into it and start getting paid. How did then you take that and you're like, you know what? I got to find a way to make money with this. How did that happen? Well, I started being like, you know, randomly people would book me being like, hey, you know, my my grandpa's retiring, my uncle's 50th birthday, you know, just random little parties and shit. And I was go there, just do like card tricks and stuff. And then I mean, there's nowhere to perform magic at all. I'd never even, I was doing magic. I'd never even seen a magician in person before. So I like never once, I on TV, uh, David Blaine, 
and that's it. I went down to Vegas once, saw Lance Burton at the fucking Monte Carlo. That was it. So I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. So I started busking. So magic. I, yeah, magic busking, just like on the streets of Vancouver, put up a table. And I did that for like two years. And at the same time, I found stand-up comedy. And I'm like, well, here's a stage I can get on. And I was like, you guys don't mind if I do magic. I mean, it's fun. It's going to be funny magic. And they're like, yeah, that's fine. So I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, these open mics are the greatest place in the world. So I immediately went on stage, started doing comedy magic right out of the gate. So I, I didn't fuck around. And I and now I'm like, I can have a stage every single night of the week if I want. Yeah. And I went hard at it, and it was so good. And the first night I tried to do it, I broke my finger at work that day. So I get there, and I couldn't do any magic. Yeah, isn't it all in the fingers yeah. and the hands? So like my first time ever going, I think I'm going to go do magic, and I end up doing five minutes of stand-up because I have my finger broken in a fucking highball glass of ice just swelling up. How'd you break it? Uh, trying to load something into a, a bucket of, of, a, of a tractor at work, and it just like the guy dropped his end, and it pulled my finger forward and just snapped it, and it's a little fucking still a little bent that way. Oh, it is yeah. a little bent. <laughs> yeah, mine's still a little squashed uh, uh, fence had slammed on it, oh, and the man. nail came off oh, when I was young, and it's still uh, squashed. Mm. Yeah, I fucked, up, I fucked up all of these fingers in my life. But not with magic. Not with magic, no. Basketball and, and physical labor. Oh, yeah, you used to play basketball when you were young. Yeah, yeah, that's all, that's all I cared about until even third year university is when I finally hung up. So I'm not getting any playing time. I went on a scholarship to university on basketball. Oh, you were like a point guard? Yeah. Shooting guard, actually. It was super small, but I was just pretty you good You were a fucking it. tiny shooting guard. <laughs> so in high school, it was easy. I was killing, but then I got to university, and now it's like... Everyone's I a giant. Was, everyone's 6'2 to 6'9. I'm the only one running around at 5'8 and a half. And like, they're like, you're a bench warmer. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> uh, I remember, because I was playing basketball when I was young, yeah. and I was okay. It was nothing special about me. But from grade 6 to grade 7... Yeah, the transition was I had to stop playing basketball because everyone grew that was playing. Yeah, by a lot. Fuck. I was like, "How's this? You're like an adult man, and I was still a child." Yeah. I was like, "I'm not good enough already." Yeah. So there's no way I'm gonna compete with people twice my size. So then I had to stop playing basketball. Yeah, it's it, if yeah, it's fucked. And and even if you got super good at it, it still only takes you so far. At yeah, some there's point, so many people. Because like, like even when I got to university, I was like, I'm not having any problem scoring. I can still score on these motherfuckers, but on defense. Good luck. Just walk over you. Yeah, I'm like, just <laughs> doing nothing. You're useless. Yeah, it's just useless. It's a, it's five on four the whole game. Just fouling people like left and right. Like, don't and, give a shit. And then I remember you told me um, backstage when we first met, you were telling about one of the funniest pranks I ever heard. You and Chris pulled on your parents, where you faked your death. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you, you faked your death and you oh. traumatized your parents. Yeah, bad dude. That is the balls it takes to do that because there's a chance. You might kill one of your parents doing that. A hundred percent. And my dad's got like, he's had a couple heart attacks before. So like, it's for my TV show. And like, I finally got unlimited budget and uh, we're actually filming because of fucking COVID. We end up filming in Vancouver. We're supposed to be in LA or New York, whatever. We end up in Vancouver and I'm like, you guys want to do an episode out at my parents' farm? And like, that's a great arc. That's perfect. Let's do it. So I'd planned this whole thing for months, this like explosion. Uh, I'm going to escape these chains uh, before the box explodes. <laughs> And I knew, and I told everybody on all these secret calls, the box is really going to explode with me inside. We're going to freak out everybody out. And the goal was also to freak out the other guys on my, you know, Chris Ramsey, Eric Claire, Alex Boyer, even the guys that I'm doing the show with. The original plan was to freak them out too. Oh my and God. I was on so many secret calls that they weren't allowed on. I planned this whole episode by myself. And then the day we go to shoot it, the director's like, this narrative makes no sense. He's like, I don't, I, I don't want to. 
he's like, you're supposed to be working with your guys to freak your family out. You're not supposed to be freaking them out too. And I'm like, but what were the last the fucking- a bitch. He's a bitch. He didn't want to take any risks. And I'm like, what were the last four months of me working my ass off by myself without a producer credit for them? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? I'm doing all the fucking executive producing work of this goddamn show. And then now he's like, no, we're going to tell them. So they just told them. And the reaction when they told them what we were going to do and we did like the rehearsal was the reaction I would have loved to have had on camera, right? They're like, whoa, oh, they couldn't believe. Like, they, we, I got them too. Like, they, they fucking, they couldn't believe that I could survive that and I'd planned this. But I'm like, okay, well, now we'll just do it for my folks, which worked out good. I mean, there's enough going on. My mom didn't forgive me. Like, she still maybe hasn't. If I bring it up, she gets oh, like, she still gets mad. Yeah, she's like, that was a lot, man. She's like, she's like, for 30 seconds, I had to think that you were dead. So you gave her in all, how old are you? Uh, 36. So in 36 years, you gave her 30 seconds of happiness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly right. You gave her 30 seconds, and she was like, mm-hmm. where off my shoulders, that fucking mongoloid. No, my parents got uh, divorced when I was two, and we rotated uh, who we'd stay with. So oh. Every, like kind of every other day. She, she had a break. So yeah, every other day, she was like, fucking, we're good. You He's know? Done. <laughs> I, man, I can't, for a mom or dad to see that, they think your kid's dead in front of oh. And there's cameras everywhere, too? Yeah. <laughs> were the guys inappropriate? Were they like, this is terrible. Can I have his Xbox though? Like, is, uh... <laughs> no, everyone, it was honestly so, it was so intense and everyone bought it. So it was just really quiet. Like it was pure terror. Like even like nobody was, <laughs> nobody was making jokes. Like we, everyone believed it. And, Fuck. and honestly, I think it was cause like I, I was super scared cause it's a dangerous stunt to do. Okay. So like when I'm walking up to do the stunt and everything, I'm not being my normal entertaining jovial self because i'm fucking worried about this going wrong you're anxious yeah and i'm like i don't know i'm like chained up i gotta get inside a fucking box and explode i'm like what did the stunt guy tell me i gotta put my head down i gotta close my eyes I gotta open my mouth i gotta breathe out just because of like all the percussion of the and i'm like i don't know how this is gonna work i'm gonna fucking die like what if i die yeah and then they have to explain no it was a prank it was a <laughs> fake death and like no that's a dead body no that is a dead body but he wasn't supposed to be that dead body and i found out that day that the the day before they wanted me to do multiple rehearsals but no one really told me the day before, so I was just drinking. Like all you were hammered long. rehearsing. I, I they wouldn't let me rehearse. All of a sudden, like we're not rehearsing. We're supposed. To, I thought I thought we we're gonna go up on the up on the fucking crane thing. I thought we we're gonna go and do more explosions. And like no, no, we're good, we're good. But I didn't realize it's because I was just drinking. Because no one told me the schedule. I thought we were just setting up, you know. So and I'm at my parents' farm. I know where the beer fridge is. You relaxed. So I'm just chilling, talking to my dad, playing with my dog, fucking drinking, drinking, drinking. Next thing I know, it's like, oh yeah, we don't have to, we don't have to rehearse. I'm like, not rehearsal? What do you mean? And I didn't realize because I, I would, I was fine. But you know, they see one beer cracked. Now all of a sudden you can't do any of the serious oh, stunts. The, the, okay, right? they're worried. <laughs> makes sense. But I'm so used to functioning on a couple drinks at all times. Yeah, you do magic drunk. Yeah, it's fine. But uh, I was like, I felt bad because I, I found that out the next day. I'm like, oh, that's why we didn't do the rehearsals because I was drinking. But you take risks. Cause I remember in the summer you left for a bit. You and the wife went to climb a mountain. Oh, yeah. We went to climb Mount Kilimanjaro. Dude, it's the craziest thing. Crazy. Fucking going to Africa in general, going to Tanzania and just like and, and it's like a bucket list thing to climb this mountain. It's the, you know, it's one, the tallest freestanding mountain in the world. It's the tallest peak in Africa. It's, uh, it's like I don't know what the what the top is like fifty seven hundred meters or something. What and, I don't know what possessed you to even want to. I'd be, I, I don't want to end up dead. Yeah. And then like, how did he die? Was it uh, yeah. an offensive joke? Someone killed him. <laughs> he tried to climb a mountain. That's, no one kind of no one really gets it because. I've always wanted to do that kind of thing. And, and then we had a guy on our podcast, uh, Nelson Dellis. He's like the memory champion. 
Five-time USA memory champion. So that has like some... Which is a ridiculous title. It's a ridiculous title. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I remember things, bro. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, and he's not even that good at remembering normal things. Only if he like studies for those little competitions. Because he will forget your name okay. if you talk to him. Dork. Like, yeah. But he casually drops in the podcast that he's like climbed Everest four or five times. And then he like takes people up Mount Kilimanjaro. And I remember when I was like 17, I heard about Kilimanjaro and I was like, I'll go climb that one day. And then as he mentioned it on the thing, he's like, I take people up sometimes. And I just agreed to it on the podcast. I'm like, I'll come. Because I'm like, what am I going to do? I'm 36, 35 at the time, whatever. I'm like, I'm just going to keep never doing this kind of shit. And can I afford to take three months off with my wife and go to fucking Africa? And, or, or three weeks off and go to Africa? No. But like, whatever. Like, let's do it. I like that you're not just risking your life. You're like, look, your life without me, babe, is nothing. Yeah. That's right. If I die, we both die. Let's do this. Yeah. That's everyone. Everyone, we were, there's seven people uh, climbing with us, and all of them had significant other spouses, whatever, and they weren't there. They were there alone, and their fucking kids or their husband or whatever or their wife, they were all back home. Of course, just in case. If I die, they, they <laughs> run the family. Yeah, so, like, they were like, why are... Me and Kristen just were not worried about this. We're climbing up the the, the, the the sketchiest way up. We had to climb up this crater. It's super sketchy. Some guy died the day after we... Finished it. Some guy died on the same route. It's oh, crazy. Shit. He wasn't part of your crew? No. Everyone on the way down the mountain, though, everyone thought he was part of our crew because news travels and you don't know what route people took. So we're coming down and everyone's like looking at us like like as if we just lost a member and we're just like laughing, having a great time. Did and you I'm, guys kill him? Like, <laughs> did, did you guys lose somebody? We're like, what? And they're like, I don't oh. think so. And then we're, we're like, like, oh, oh Dale. A guy. <laughs> that's oh, it's fuck. That's why it's been so quiet. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those happy news, you know, bad news situations, guys. Well, I was telling my wife, because I'm vlogging the whole thing, uh, you know, and I, I kept saying, because it got scary and sketchy at some points. Is there Wi-Fi up there? Uh, there is now. Okay. Uh, the, about the month after we got off, they they, they announced absurd. they put Wi-Fi all the That's way. That's good top. though, just in case. You know, maybe. I remember I got a random cell signal at like ten thousand feet, and I'm just like above the clouds, like just like posting on Instagram, like hey. <laughs> and I was like, this is cool. I'm alive right now. But I kept telling my wife, I'm like, if I die, just get this footage to Chris Ramsey. He'll edit it. He'll he know knows what, to, what do. to do. Yeah. <laughs> How did it feel? Did you ever? But you didn't feel while you were going up. There's a small chance I die. You were confident the whole time, right? I knew I wasn't going to die, but I thought uh, that I, I was like, this could be bad for other people. Not your wife, though. She's tough. She's tough, but like altitude fucks with you. And she was suffering from altitude more than me. She was dizzy. Or uh, yeah, was like you just, you just, yeah, your head, it feels like it's going to explode. There's so much pressure. It feels like pressure, but it's not. It's just lack of oxygen. And you moving so slowly. Like if it was, if I was trying to cross from here out the, the front door here, it would take me 10 minutes to get just to the front door of your studio. That's how slow you're moving. So like, and you know, people are making weird noises. They can't think straight. And like the rocks are fucked and there's, you know, it's like some of it's super steep. And I mean, we're not even doing the hard part. The porters are carrying all the weight. <laughs> we're just the fucking, what are the part? Are they like Sherpas? Yeah. They're like, they're like, yeah, that's basically what they call porters there. And they're carrying, you know, hundreds of pounds on their head and just fucking going up and like right by you. And setting up camp for when you get up there. And we're just the fucking tourists just like, this is fucking hard. <laughs> and they're just cool with it. They're used to it. Yeah. And they got they got worse gear than you. Uh, they're just they're just more accustomed to it, more acclimatized, fitter. So it's, yeah, so it's not bugging them. They can breathe. Yeah. But it was pretty bad because like, we had people like, 
Yeah, but even like we're not carrying fucking hardly anything, and yet we have people throwing up every morning because of altitude sickness. And like you're like, I can't eat. I'm nauseous as fuck. You're moving slow, and they're like, Yeah, you have to climb up here before the sun gets over here. I was gonna melt the rocks, and rocks are gonna fall and stuff. So I was like, I, but I, I still felt really good. I'm like, I'm gonna be fine. But I, I don't know. Are we all gonna be fine? Well, I don't know. I'm gonna film a little bit over here too. Just I'm gonna wanna, film this guy, yeah. the guy throwing up, just in case. <laughs> this one's pretty sketchy. I want to have that. You know, if if someone's gonna die, you're asking you, me like, can I have your Xbox? Yes, and you do want to have them on camera if they're going to die, right? You want to be able to, like, at least we can get a viral video. Oh, yeah. That's that's what you need. Don't die for no reason. Die for my viral video. That is the Logan Paul strategy. I liked it. That's (laughs) what he... When he went to Japan, he's like, look, these deaths are not for naught. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. I got this. Monetize. Monetize. It's a business acumen. Did you... uh, How many days was it? The actual hikes, I think we did, like, seven. A week. Yeah, it's just one week. That's, you make it seem like it's just one week, but climbing a mountain with a bunch of Sherpas with my yeah. luggage on their head and I can't breathe properly. And, I, <laughs> and you uh, don't sh- you're not showering. It's Oh, bro, I wouldn't be able to. I, I, <laughs> it's plus 40 at the base. It's minus 28 at the peak. So you got all this weird gear. You're fucking cold as shit. Wait, so you can't shower. There's no showers up there. Uh, you don't so even, you just stink. Yeah, you don't even change your underwear. So it's just seven people reeking. Yeah. For a week. It's too close. It's too cold to reek even. But this is the crazy part. So the altitude affected me in one specific way. Um, I was shitting myself. Where do you shit? Like they, they have a, they have, you, you pay extra to have a guy hike up a little tiny toilet thing. Oh, I'd pay extra for that. Yeah. It's, I think it's like $100 a week to have this Can guy. you shit while he carries you up? <laughs> I, I almost, I'll pay extra for that. I almost needed to, dude. I was like, how much money do I have to pay this man? But I was getting up multiple times a night. And like they set up this little like, looks like a little porta potty tent. It's like a vertical little tent with a shitter in it, the zipper, and I'm blowing the zipper off this thing every fucking night. Like, I think I was the only one. I'm feeling this thing. I feel so bad, but, like, that's how the altitude was fucking with me. My head was diarrhea. Just boom. And then on, like, the second day, one of the people hiking with us is a doctor, and uh, we had two doctors actually doing this hike with us, and uh, she's like, I'm talking about just drinking in my life and partying, and she's like, how often do you drink? I'm like, every day. She's like, you drink every day? I'm like, Yeah. And then she's like, well, <laughs> have you drank she's, today? She's like, well, you can't drink on this hike. You're not going to drink for eight days. I'm like, I know. She's like, have you ever stopped? Because you might go into fucking DTs and you could die for not drinking. And I'm like, oh, like if you stop drinking just cold turkey and you're an alcoholic, it can kill you. And I'm like, well, I'm not an alcoholic. She's like, you just told me you drink every day. You're an alcoholic. <laughs> like, I'm not an alcoholic. You're a functioning alcoholic. <laughs> so then, then, so like we're walking. Like most of my friends. <laughs> we're walking a little bit more. And then I'm like, <laughs> I'm like. Uh, when would that happen? <laughs> and she's like, oh, about 72 hours. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll be fine. But then I'm walking, I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to be fine. And then you ask her, like, would it start by me shitting myself? <laughs> yeah, Is that how this starts? <laughs> yeah, it was bad. But what I, a, I, I honestly didn't even miss drinking once. I didn't even think about it. What a weird doctor to give you that news on the way where you're already scared to die for other reasons. Maybe <laughs> yeah. be like, listen here, you stupid bitch. You got to keep some stuff exactly. to yourself. How is this helping? Exactly. But no, the, you know, the, but the math is in your favor. When you do Kilimanjaro, thousands of people do it every year, and almost nobody dies. Like maybe every year, a couple of people. That's it. Mine isn't just for the potential death. <laughs> it also doesn't sound like fun. <laughs> That's true. It doesn't sound like fun. It sounds you just you, you and a bunch of other people that smell yeah. are walking up, yeah. and you can't do anything. You're just walking. <laughs> yeah, that's right. No. <laughs> What's the point? I can't wait to do another one. Okay. People died. People fought wars. <laughs> thousands of years. Yeah. For me to not have to do that. Yeah. And I can't you, disrespect them all. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you wouldn't catch me at a war. I'd be like, God, oh, sounds too dangerous. Too, too. 
And they're like, but you're fighting for a cause. I'm like, I'm going to go climb a mountain. I'm going to climb a mountain for no fucking <laughs> for reason. No reason. I'm going to stink. Yeah. But it's just, I, I fought so hard in my life. I work so hard to not be homeless. Yeah. I'm not going to pay to be homeless. Yeah. In, in, in climate where there's not even any grass up there, it's completely barren at the top. It looks like a different planet because nothing lives there. Not even a weed. Even the plants are smart enough to not be up that high. What about the, I keep seeing goats. Are there goats there? <laughs> no. No? Is, that's not Kilimanjaro? That's Everest that has yeah, a lot of goats? that's Everest. Yeah. And even that, that's lower, you know, that's lower down. Even when you get to base camp of Everest, now you're talking, there's like no more vegetation. It's just dirt, rocks, and snow, period. I don't like that. Nothing can grow up there. Yeah, it feels like you're on Jupiter. I don't <laughs> like that shit. Your body, when you're up that high, your body just starts to slowly actively die. <laughs> yeah, just fears for it. It's like, okay, this guy's committing suicide. Even at the top of Kilimanjaro, your hair doesn't grow. If you cut yourself, it won't heal. Your fingernails don't grow. It's like your body is just shutting down. It's on like, all right, what is the minimum amount of resources we need Oh, like, that's fucking scary. Yeah, the guy we're with is like, hey, are you and your wife going to fuck in the crater like at, at the at altitude? And I'm like, I is don't. Is that possible? That's what I said. I'm like, if it's possible, we'll give it a go. We're both up there like, Ugh. like just not even. But is it even possible? Like if you have the energy because you said your hair doesn't grow. Your... Yeah, I don't think. What's I your mean, jizz going to do? I don't know. I wish we could have tried. It comes we... out in slow motion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so fucked up. I think if you come, I think a porter runs into your tent and comes on her for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I got this, my friend. Uh, so you fly around a lot? Mm-hmm. Are you a fan of airplanes? I'm not a fan of air travel. It, it disgusts me. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan. Yeah? Like, because I hate driving, you know? Like, I like driving. But I like the speed in which a plane will get me somewhere as opposed to driving. That's the but thing. But it's so fucking... I hate the bathrooms. They're too tight. Yes. You're a big I, guy, though. I'm a huge... I'm, I'm not comfortable. 6'2". Yeah. Even in the chairs, I'm not comfortable. Then I saw this summer a lot of people on the planes that were barefoot. Yeah. And walk around and then going into the bathroom barefoot. It's like, bitch, there's piss all over that fucking That's thing. That's gross as fuck. It's gross as fuck. And then I, I start to think, I understand why the elites <laughs> look down upon regular people. Yeah. Like I saw it and I was like... I hate to admit it, but I get it. Yeah. I get it. Most of us are trash. I understand. <laughs> well, the, the the good thing about flying so much is if you do it right, you eventually get enough status every year. So the first half of the year sucks for flying. Then my status is high enough that I get bumped to first class all the time. Right? I'm still paying the economy prices, but if there's an open seat and you're you like an elite whatever, they put you up there. Yeah, I got to get a card because I fly a lot. Yeah, you should, man. Because like the first, you know, the first three or four months of the year suck because you're just lowly economy guy. And then after you got enough miles under you, they start bumping you. So like the last half of the year, I'm like, air travel is great. Oh my goodness. I'm in so the, simple. I'm in the front. I'm like the peasants back there. Like <laughs> I like when I'm in the front. It's the best. Yeah. Oh my God. So I, I like, that's the time I do like it. I, 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 I uh, fell into a rabbit hole of conspiracies this morning. Mm-hmm. We're talking about elites and air travel. Hit me. Remember that guy, Anthony Weiner? He was a politician who like exposed his penis. Oh yeah. oh yeah, that's right. I remember this. And his name was this Anthony was, Weiner. Yeah. It was like perfectly named. <laughs> so he had said something like, uh, "I think they found his laptop or something," and they called it the laptop from hell. Oh my god! Uh, because he had so much shit on everyone, and he had a folder called uh, insurance policy. So in that folder, he had a lot of stuff on uh, Hillary Clinton and a lot of her emails and the BlackBerry backups. Now a few years ago, there was a uh, court order <laughs> to look into those. Right? Yeah. And then people were like, oh, there's a lot of damning stuff on there to the point where uh, like veteran cops that had seen what was on there were shocked. Like that. Really? Yeah, yeah. So then people were like, oh, we're going to find out what it is. So if, if Poseidon, if you want to pull it up. So then what, what happened was they go, oh, we looked at it. There's nothing, there's nothing of interest there. So people kind of said, okay, there's nothing of interest. But what happened was, and this came out four years ago and I didn't even realize, 
uh, it was even in news articles. What happened was when they said we looked into it, they got a um, uh, a court order for specific stuff to look into in the laptop, which did not include those backups. Shut the so fuck up. So when they said, up. oh, we looked at the emails, we looked at the specific stuff that they were mandated to look at, not the shit that he had titled insurance policy and all the BlackBerry backups and all that stuff, which apparently are so fucked. No one says what it is, but it's so fucked up, they said, that it would... Um, he must have been turn heads. sweating bullets when he's like, they're going to look at your laptop. He's just like, uh... Don't look at the folder that says insurance <laughs> yeah, policy literally. and there's emails from Hillary Clinton. <laughs> and they just click over here instead of over there and it's the difference between life in prison yeah. and freedom. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, not just that. And also uh, you committing suicide for no reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right, right. So, uh, put, what is, did you write attorney Anthony Weiner? Oh. No, uh, type laptop from hell. Oh, there it was, Anthony Weiner's life insurance. Don't type in Anthony's Weiner. Opens FBI uh, investigation. <laughs> Yeah, it's fun. I fell down a rabbit. It's fucking cool. I wonder, like, how true this is. Because you know what the problem is with this? I don't have... There's no way we'll ever know what's on the laptop unless they come out with it. Like, yeah. you can't hack it. Like, it's either they tell us what it is. What's that? They made a book. They made a book. Yeah. But what does it say? Uh, hold on. Laptop from hell. Hunter Biden, big tech. No, I'm talking... I don't care about Hunter Biden's laptop. I get it. It's a piece of garbage, but it changes nothing for me. I, I want to know what was so fucked up on the other laptop... That the veteran New York City cops were like, this is disgusting. Yeah. I'll take any kind of conspiracy on that. Yeah, like, what made it. them freak out? Because, dude, New York is a cesspool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You see some crazy shit. Exactly. Are you, do you have your visa? Do you work in the States? Are you all over? We're not going to answer that question. <laughs> uh, you have audio on this guy? No. Uh, oh. You want me to put it? Hold on. Yeah, just so we can hear him, I guess. But I don't know what the fuck this guy knows. Some random dude with a blue shirt. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, look into it. It's, 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 this is a fun conspiracy. Fun. I mean, it's dark. But it, this one, there's fun conspiracies. There's one I got into about aliens, which is, it's so fucking obviously fake. And I was like, this is uh, so fucking. I hate the ones that are like, there's so much good alien stuff out there. I hate when you get a shitty one. You're like, oh, this one's fake. This one's bringing down all the real ones. Yeah. yeah fucking idiot. So I, I, I love, uh, I love conspiracies and I love alien stuff. I love aliens. So the way I liked it, the one that I'm going to tell you about now with the aliens, I liked it because in my head, I'm like, this would make a great movie or a great series. But it's so unbelievably stupid. Uh, I think the guy was saying so. And he's the, one of the guys that appears on Ancient Aliens. And he goes, there was this alien race that we're already in contact. They look humanoid. This guy with a beard. Uh-huh. And he has like darker skin. And he's like, look, you guys got to bring me to the UN. I got to tell people the truth, you human beings, what's going on. And they're like, all right, that's cool. And they go, they, f- they were flying him in a plane. They told him they were going to take him to the United Nations but because he was unkillable. But they were lying. So they fucking shot him like 30 times. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, and then, so he doesn't regenerate. They cut off his body parts. And they sent him to different parts of, of the world like to, just to make sure. And they scorched it. You know, they're like, fuck these goddamn aliens. <laughs> but apparently the guy regenerated. <laughs> That's the story. And then he goes, look, you guys are clearly assholes. Yeah. Uh, so this isn't the time for me to talk to your people. But other people stronger than me are going to come down. And you're not going to be able to hide this for long. But this is unacceptable way you guys are acting. You keep murdering me. This is fucking unacceptable. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> and God. I was like, yeah. And I was like, this is this is a good like series. This is hilarious. I'd love to play that alien. Like, guess you stop fucking killing me. But, uh, hey, also, <laughs> government, stop killing the aliens. 
Like they're, we're not gonna win this fight. Yeah, if they're if they could do interstellar travel, oh, we're oh and stuff that's not alien conspiracies, just a telescope stuff that I was sent yesterday, which is pretty cool because they have that James Webb telescope. Yeah, that one's so sick. They keep seeing things like uh, there's far away uh, solar systems yeah. where there's stars that for some reason would just go out and they're like, okay, maybe something went past it. I don't know if you heard this. Yeah, I have. And then there's a situation now where they're like, mm, these two stars that we saw in the 90s that it went out, it looks, from what they gather, it was something created, like like something uh, that is sucking the energy from them. And it's stuff that we used to talk about here in science fiction. They could draw energy from stars so you can have research for thousands of years for your civilization. And if they're that advanced and they're doing that, we might be fucked because if we mean nothing to them, they could just come take, yeah. just destroy our sun for their energy. And I was like, these are cool fucking theories. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I'm all about those because I think I think if they want to, we're... We're gonna we're gonna be worried about it for about ten seconds and we'll all be dead. Like I don't think it's gonna be a big drawn out painful process. I think they're either not gonna kill us and it'll be fine. I don't think they're gonna kill us. Yeah, then yeah, and if they do, I think we're gonna be like, oh, are they killing us right now? And then we'll all be dead. But I don't think you know. I don't think that. Well, this is stupid of me to say. It's naive, but I don't think they would. Because what's the point? Yeah, I agree with that. There's no point. You you're traveling the cosmos for just kill one random animal on a planet. It doesn't make sense. Shit? Yeah, who gives a shit? It doesn't make sense. Yeah, we think we're so important. We don't fucking uh, matter. More likely to enslave us, in my opinion. No, not even we're, that. We make terrible slaves now. Everyone got iPhones. Everyone's lazy. Yeah, <laughs> the worst slaves. Yeah, I mean, like you're paid to be here, and look how bad you are. Yeah. If you work for free, you're definitely gonna be worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Imagine, imagine you're working just for fucking nutrition. Yeah. Right, you're done. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give you the extra ten percent. And also, we're not smart enough to be their slaves. <laughs> I, I have equipment here. I have a phone, cell phone, smartphones. I yeah. have no idea how they work. Yeah. How am I going to use alien tech? No, not at all. I'm like, use the transponder. I'm like, bro, I don't speak whatever the fuck you're saying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can I become a sex slave? That's why I was, I was so mad. Who's alien cock am I sucking? <laughs> That's why I was so mad at the movie Arrival. Okay. Oh, that so, was the one that was filmed here, right? Yeah, Amy Adams. Yeah, and yeah. Stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, they come all the way down here with their fucking fancy technology. And then they're like... We need a we need a human to figure out how to talk to them as if they can't bridge that last uh, how to communicate in English. You know what I mean? They, I had a bigger problem with oh, that. Okay, good. I was like, they had they built a ship. How they have fucking tentacles? Yeah, bro, you need opposable thumbs. That's right. What is this? They're building these stuff. They're just octopi. What is spider octopi? What the fuck is this? I'm back with Poseidon. Then maybe they enslaved somebody with thumbs. Right. Think okay, about that. No. I was like, how are you building all this? <laughs> maybe maybe, they, maybe they're gi they're giants, and that's just the the hands and the fingertips and shit. But I did you watch oh. the movie Poseidon? Definitely, of course I did. Definitely not. Oh, I like of course I did. But I do like the fact I because I'm a big time travel guy. Yeah, I love talking about time travel, and I do like the fact that they go, oh, the big difference with them is not how advanced. It's just the way they see time. So. Because right. I, I was writing, I, I have a script that I was writing uh, and had time travel, and I played on that that same concept of you're getting you're getting help from someone, like something ha is going on, and you think, oh, they're coming to help because they're more advanced. Like, no, no, we're coming to help as a thank you because mm. you already helped us. I'm like, no, I haven't. It's like you haven't yet. Uh, that's fucking right. And up. I love that. So good. There's something, and that's what they were doing in this. Yes, it was the whole thing was no, no, no. You haven't helped us yet. Yeah. That's, That's why right. we're helping you. It's like, whoa, whoa, this is... Yeah. I that, love that shit. That was a trip. Like that, I mean, the show was objectively very good because of that. Just that, yeah. that whole... Feels good. But there was a lot that bugged me. Also, the humans <laughs> being so destructive, like, we got to nuke them. Yeah. 
Shut the fuck up. Yeah, exactly. I'm bombing everyone. I know that was fun on Independence Day, but we can stop now. Yeah, we can stop. Independence yeah. Day, they deserved it. They were bad aliens. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. They weren't good aliens. They were the Swiss of the aliens. <laughs> Not to be trusted. Uh, yeah, it, it's, a, it's a good concept. I like the movie. I know it was filmed here. It just, I guess it sucks its own dick too much. Yeah, <laughs> that might be it. Yeah. That might be the problem I have with it. Um, but I love time travel. I love aliens. That's my two favorite things. So if yeah. there's a good conspiracy, I'll get into it. The problem with me now, being older, I can't smarter? fall for it. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. Like, I suspend this belief. I see it as a movie. Like, we talk about, like, this is a fun conspiracy and this and this. Yeah, and then the, I'm make done. A, yeah, make me a, six episodes. That's yeah, how I feel. Yeah. And then I'm done. But when I was younger, I'd be like, oh, my God, but what if, what if? Yeah. And now I've seen so much. I'm like, all right, that was, that was fun entertainment. And then yeah. I move on. The time traveling stuff is, like, super dope. But then. It can't happen. We would, sit, we would see so much evidence of it. You know, like, you just would. You just would. It's just so if not it, not only it's just so fantastical and like once you really sit down to think about it, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, you could like the whole you couldn't kill baby Hitler because then it's nothing and all that. Yeah, none of that it doesn't shit. make any sense. Yeah, well, yeah, you go back in time for, I mean, and how do you go forward or back? Like if you're going back in time, how do you go back in time? It's already happened. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If you're going back, doesn't that stop you from ever being? Because then the future where you came from, <laughs> yeah, that, that doesn't, exists, doesn't exist anymore. So then you, you couldn't even be here because you didn't have, yeah? It, it doesn't make any sense. Maybe like if it's if it's a multiverse of lots of different dimensions happening at the same time, maybe you can go into a different one. I don't know. Well, maybe what I, I do like is the concept. And I think um, the Chris Pratt uh, movie that came out on Prime played on this. Or what I liked. Tomorrow War? Is that one? Yeah, Tomorrow War, yeah. where you could only go forward and back. Mm-hmm. From the time that you created these uh, these portals or whatever, yeah, so you can't go further back than that. But now that we have this technology, you, you can, can always come back to that spot. To that spot, yeah, that that's kind of cool. That one, yeah, that one, that one uh, holds up a little bit better for sure. Yeah, it's still dumb. Yeah, but I love it. Yeah, I love all that shit. You're a big alien guy. Oh yeah, fuck yeah. I mean, when you hang out with Chris Ramsey long enough, you become a fucking alien guy, whether you want to or not. Chris videotaped UFOs this summer. Oh yeah, on the plane. You saw that shit? Yeah, I was sitting right next to him. Oh, you were there for that. <laughs> yeah, so like I, I, I'm a very much like I lock in, get me a drink, get my fucking, uh, you know, my uh, video up and I'm just going to watch movies all the time, right? And drink. And Chris takes the window. <laughs> and I take the aisle because I'm drinking, I'm peeing, yeah. peeing and watch movies. Chris is looking for UFOs. So I got my lookout, man. I don't need to be worried about that. Yeah, if UFOs come, yeah. Chris will see him. Hey, he does. Hey, hey, hey. And I'm like, all right, because he's done this before. <laughs> but he's been fucking with you? Oh, he's just, you know, he's just wrong what he's looking at. So I look out and I see, yeah, this fucking weird Tic Tac. And I was like, and if we filmed it, and then I, I was like, people are not going to believe us. So I'm going to film a random plane we see flying just so we can hold them side by side. And I can show you that it's not a plane. And I did. And you could easily see that it wasn't the same shape as a plane. Like not even close. No, no I remember the videos. It was so I had bizarre. to ask him. Yeah. I go, is this like a prank? Are you fucking with me? He's no. like, dude. I am not fucking with you. It, I was shocked. He, but he, I swear, he always looks for aliens. So he's going to see them because he's paying attention more. Yeah, I don't pay attention. On the plane, I never look. First of all, I like the aisle. I want to yeah, be as free as too. I can. Me too. And I don't even, I lo- I'll look out when we're landing or when we're, yeah. when we're fucking taking off. But I won't really sit there and <laughs> yeah. look around. Yeah. There's not much to see. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm the same. I'm, I'm too, I'm not that curious. But yeah, he loves it. So, I mean, ever since I've been hanging out with him more, I'm like way more invested uh, in it because before I kind of used to think like I'm like okay if there are aliens this is how I used to think if there are aliens which I'm like of course there are the universe is too big okay I'm like there's no telling there's a lot of levels one we've only been looking at the sky for like a thousand years ten thousand yeah. years whatever it is a small fucking minute time in history okay out of all the billions of years 
So the odds that they're going to cruise by our planet at that these 10,000 years we've even been looking up and carrying, it seems like a really small target to hit. Yeah. Like they might have come by a million years ago and looked around. But why would they have come? Why would they be coming by right now when we care so much? I say the same thing. And also, why is it the only people who get abducted are inbred farmers? <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing too. Like, yeah, not, not. I don't think there's been, like Mark Zuckerberg hasn't been abducted. Yeah, no Nobel Prize winners, as far as I know, have been fucking abducted. Um, the other thing that gets me too. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry to interrupt, guys. Uh, the theory, uh, there's a theory about people like inbred farmers and all that. Uh, apparently, they're victims of molestation. <laughs> yeah, because they're inbred farmers. <laughs> No, 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 but like they were... They, <laughs> so What's that to do with aliens? So they weren't actually abducted by aliens. Oh, uh, their uncle banged them? Basically, yeah, because it's always has, always has to do with anal probing and shit and these weird fingers and shit. So that's how the victim remembers the, the trauma, basically. It's just a theory. Yeah, maybe aliens are like, yo, this is a smear campaign. We have never molested any of your people. <laughs> we visit, we do all kinds of shit. We don't fuck you people. Like, we have not molested you. And they're just mad. Like, these motherfuckers, yeah. bro. It's one, it's one serial rapist with a great costume that's been running around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a big flashlight and yeah. a fucking. And they're like, this is unacceptable. We're part of the Intergalactic Federation. We're professionals. Yeah. 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 Well. Why would we rape that species? <laughs> We're not even compatible. Yeah, there's, there's something funny about. But you want me to blow your mind? Yeah, hit me. So, talking about theories. So, there's something they talk about. They call them the, the builders. So, the big alien races. And again, this is not a fact. This is just what people are saying. Um, that they say we've had contact with the important ones. They call we call the people that talk about is refer to them as the builders because they would always build stuff. They would create things. And the moon isn't like um, a natural entity. It's not an a-, a natural body. Okay. So the moon is there purposely to do two things: one, to serve as a base and to monitor. And two, so that it could control the tides and stuff. So this planet works the way it does. Interesting. Because without the moon, apparently the Earth wouldn't exist as it does. We wouldn't be able to have life on on Earth. Is what this is what they say. I don't, I'm not a scientist. I don't <laughs> fucking understand. Uh, and it's so we're so lucky to have it in the same distance that it's at. It's very. It's it's things that shouldn't happen, but they did happen yeah. in order for us to exist. And uh, the way the moon turns, it's we only see one sign. Yeah. We are only one side of it all around yeah. the planet. That isn't as rare as they like to, uh, some people like to spin it off. Because I went down that rabbit hole. And, oh, I love it, this. And it turns out that the, our moon being in tidal lock, where you only see the one side of it, yeah. is not uncommon when you look around the the universe at other moons and stuff. It's just, it's like not an uncommon way physics will happen with an object that size and the way it spins. But the the fact that of the size of the moon compared to our planet is slightly unusual. So I can it, see yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's like slightly this, unusual. Yeah, it shouldn't be, uh, it shouldn't maybe be that big or something. I don't know. But it's, these are fun theories to yeah. think about. But I don't, why I always pull back, I'm like, well, we would have known. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's just it. Like, I, I feel like we would have known. Then that, there's the Bob Lazar stuff. Yeah, I mean, there's people I believe. I was I was watching a new thing on Netflix yesterday about uh, unsolved mysteries or whatever. And episodes two is about 300 people in fucking uh, Michigan and Ottawa County and in the states seeing these lights. 300 people reporting these fucking lights. Dude, those kids in Australia, yeah, the whole school. I believe those people. Yeah, mass me too. Sightings, I'll believe you. But now I, I believe mass sightings. But this is where I draw the line. I'm like, okay, was it an alien craft or was it military? Right. Right. So that's where I have my problem is I'm not saying I, they're all liars. Yeah. But the, the only one that fucks with me is the Bob Lazar stuff. Yeah. Because he, if people keep glossing over something he said on Rogan, yeah. and I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. I want a series of this. 
Because Rogan was asking him, so where did you find these? Like, these were crash, uh, the, the stuff that you guys, because every couple of years, they would take out the tech, apparently, and they would try to, um, uh, what's it called? Re what's it called when you backwards? Um, reverse engineer. Reverse engineer. Uh, and he goes, every couple of years. So Rogan asked him, so this, these little ships that you had, these anti-gravity stuff, this was from Roswell? And he goes, no, no, it was a part of an archaeological dig. <laughs> so great. So then I was, you know, and he glosses over that, but I'm like, you know how crazy, that is the best story ever. Yeah. This is advanced technology from thousands of years ago. Bro, let's talk about this. That's what's going What if be. it's not aliens? What if it was us who that, got so advanced and then we nuked ourselves and we had to start over? That's There's like so many theories. Literally one of the better theories. Yeah. Because like shit goes so far fucking back and you got like even even the, the, the stuff they're uncovering now, like Gabebele Tepe and all that shit. Yeah. Oh, like, dude. Like it's way older than we think. And that shit is like... Why couldn't it be older than that? Why couldn't it be older than that? Sumerian stuff is amazing. Yeah. And when I was in school, it was at right at the beginning of um, when they were discovering and talking about Sumerians. Yeah. So we didn't learn anything in school about Sumerians. It yeah. wasn't a real thing. You have to learn on your own now. Hopefully, yeah. there's going to be more education on it in school because like, we weren't talking about the first real big civilization, yeah. which was them. I didn't learn about Greeks until I was 30. You didn't even know they existed. No, they didn't teach it in our schools. <laughs> the funny thing about <laughs> Greeks is I remember when I was at university, I remember a teacher, he was talking, because it was a, a, a ancient, it was classics, but he was talking about Greeks, like, were extinct. <laughs> and then I was like, and then, and then I remember, I go, As if it's like the Romans or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, I was like, you know, we're still here, bro. <laughs> I'm right here. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, no. The way I was, I, I didn't mean it like that. He goes, but he was talking like it's an extinct the, civilization. The city of Atlantis. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm right here. <laughs> But uh, we don't do anything cool anymore. That's the only problem. <laughs> yeah. But he's like, Pentelis, you're not, you're not a genius like those yeah, guys, yeah. though. He's like, they were geniuses. You're <laughs> going to be really funny. Far from it. Far. <laughs> that's all I'm saying is far from it. Not <laughs> mentally retarded, but close. Adjacent, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, the alien stuff. Dude, I fucking love this shit. Yeah, it makes yeah. me happy. I, 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 I like to believe that old shit, like the Bob Lazar stuff. I was just listening to the Ryan Graves podcast on Rogan. What was he saying? Uh, oh, he, the military guy? Yeah, he's just like flying by those orbs all the time in their F-18s. And they're just all talking about like, what are those things? And everyone's like, I don't know. It's crazy. <laughs> i like, send a different fucking plane up there or something. Look, look at it. But everyone, everyone, a lot of people have been coming out with this. The yeah. CIA disclosed it a few years ago at the beginning of yeah. the pandemic. You remember? And yeah, no one yeah. gave a shit. I know. It's going to be this big reveal. And everyone's like, ah, it's fine. We uh, Crazy. Weird. Like, yeah, UFOs exist. We think there's alien life and nothing. The news was just like the CIA confirmed there's aliens and no one said anything. Everyone's like Tiger King though. Yeah, and I was talking about it on stage when that came out. I go, are you people fucking crazy? The CIA, like I get it. It makes me believe them less because I don't trust the government. So yeah. them saying it's real makes me think it's not real. But, <laughs> but at the same time, I was like, no one says anything. You've been asking, give us evidence, admit it. We know there's aliens. They come out, they're like, yeah, there's aliens. And then yeah. you're like, oh, that's pretty cool. Well, that's the thing too. Like even when Chris and I like look at that UFO at the window, it, it, neither one of us was like, that's alien craft. We said, that's UFO. Yeah. It could be military or something. It just doesn't move like shit we've ever seen move in the sky. So I'm almost as interested in random UFOs as I am in U alien UFOs. Yeah, anything I don't understand, I want to know. Yeah, so like even if it is like military shit or whatever, I'm like, that's still cool to know that we do have tech that we... That isn't normal. Like, it, like if you're if you're running some fancy ass weird shit, I'm still interested. Like, I don't know. Tell me about it. So let's play. Let's play it down this way. That it's not foreign. It's from Earth, but they have this anti gravity stuff. Yeah, that they're gonna have an archaeological dig. But what does that mean for us? If we had that technology, we could use it energy wise. Like, if they're hiding that kind of tech, because then if we have that kind of technology, kind of like what Tesla was talking about. Yeah. 
we don't need a lot of the shit that we're using right now. A lot of the pollutants, yeah. um, this wars for energy, we won't need them anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, well, I think we both know that how that's going to go because the stuff that we can see in our life where it's like um, you could probably get rid of uh, of um, the, uh, the obesity problem and the pharmaceutical problem and everything with like diet, exercise, healthy eating, but that's not the agenda anyone pushes. No. So like they're going to go with like, nah, th- th- we're, we're not need, we don't, we're going to make the money. So we're going to do over here the way we've been doing it. And that, they'll bring that shit out just in the nick of time to save the fucking planet if they have to, right? But they won't. But, but they're just going to keep milking the shit until... I think, you know, why wouldn't you? There is some hidden stuff because you remember, I don't know if you ever heard of uh, Bill Clinton, his autobiography. Him, yeah. You ever heard of this guy, yeah, Clinton? Yeah. yeah. So, Hillary's uh, husband, right? Hillary's uh, husband, yeah. yeah. Hillary's husband. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, these two fucking weirdos, uh, when he was president. Monica's boyfriend. Monica's boyfriend, that's, that's it, right. yeah, or, or girlfriend. <laughs> uh, he had, uh, I, f- I forgot if it was his autobiography or his biographer that wrote it in, in the book of the Times of Bill yeah. Clinton. So there was a time where he had asked, all right, I want to know what's going on in Area 51. Mm. And so he's told his assistant, his handler, the guy who you know handles from, uh, find out what's going on with Area 51. So he put in a request because he wanted to know what's happening there. And they got back to him. This is the president of the United States. And they said, sorry, it's uh, classified <laughs> and it's on a need-to-know basis. Oh. And you don't need to know. That's fucking And he said, great. I stopped asking after that. This because I asked once, and the second they told me I didn't have enough clearance, and you don't even need to know, so fuck off, I just stopped asking. He goes, it's, it's not for me. This is the thing. The American government, I know you're all listening, so here, this is what you got to do. Just tell everybody everything, and the exact same number of people will are, that believe you will believe you, and the exact same number that won't, won't. You will literally not move the needle at all if you were to unveil everything. Because so many skeptics out there go, fuck the government, they're lying to us. You know what I think it is? I think there's two things. Number one, if it's technological, it's just us doing it. They don't want the, anyone else to have it, so they don't want yeah, them to know. That's true. The other thing is, let's say it is aliens. They are scared of revolutions. Because there's a lot of people who are, on, who are psychopaths mm-hmm. who are only not killing themselves and their children because they think they're of God. Or, yeah. Now, <sighs> if something were to break that... And these guys would fall into psychosis. Yeah, they'd be like, "No, none of that is is, is real. It's it's like this, and there's alien beings, and uh, you don't really matter. You're just a thing here, and you're gonna, dude. That could lead to a lot of problems because people already kill themselves for religion. Yeah, imagine being told, "Yeah, none of this matters." Yeah, I mean, that's I, I get. Uh, it's a hard thing to say, but like, I feel so healthy being like a person that's very like atheist, agnostic, whatever. Like, I don't believe in anything. And yet I'm like, I still find a reason to live my life, yeah. right? Like you, you can't, but like if, if, if your only thing keeping you on the, on this planet is your belief in something. Millions of people. Which is millions and millions of people. Like, yeah, that is a delicate balance. Also, find something else. In, like there's got to be another reason to stay alive. Like, <laughs> You ever heard of Operation, what was it, uh, Project Blue Book? Uh, no. Blue Book or Blue Beam? Besides bring that up, this is a conspiracy. Well, it's a real thing, but conspiracy-wise, like what the government's willing to do is crazy. Is, this is like, it Blue Book or Blue Beam? It's Blue Book. I've heard the term, but I don't remember what oh, it that's is. That's a sci-fi show. Hold on. Blue Beam? Yeah. Or unless they made a show out of it. I think it is Blue Book. Yeah. That's why they called the show Project yeah. Blue Book. Yeah, Project Blue Book. Yeah, it's definitely... Uh, is yeah, this yeah, where so they like, came up with all like the... Um, the fo- uh, the false, yeah, yeah, uh, where there's false flags, whatever they call it. Yeah, okay, you know way, about this. I think so. We're, we're just uh, like, like you're saying. I think the whole point is just to fucking reproduce, bro. I think we're just like an animal, like. No, we're we're you asking what you think. All right, yeah, that's true. That's uh, true. <laughs> what we're saying is, 
for this, the the blue book stuff, yeah, it was all the false flag stuff that they were talking about. Uh, they had prepared a contingency to unite the world under one religion. And, right. and they were also talking about how, how do we get everyone on board? And they had these, um, or now we know how they can do it. Because I guess military technology is always advanced. So you've seen like projections in the sky that look really real, yeah. like the holograms. Okay. So what they were talking about was we can project, well, they had technology then because we have it now. Uh, we can project in the sky of any country, a figure, let's say uh, for Christian countries, it's going to be Jesus. Uh, and he's going to be speaking uh, in their language. And now we know we have that tech. They used it for marketing where you look at a billboard and you could hear stuff. Remember remember yes. that shit that he shoots? the. So people thought this was sci-fi, but this was real technology. So he goes, we could do this in different kinds. At the same time, you'll have like Muhammad in, in the Muslim countries. You'll right. have this. And they'll tell them, uh, this is the second coming or whatever. Listen to me. So we could get them all to listen to us, basically, to get them all under one thing. And it's it's insane. But then when stuff started to come out that that tech existed, so if they wanted to, theoretically, if they thought they weren't going to get caught, they could do this. I was like, bro, this is, you can't trust the government at all. That no. is insane to fake a deity coming. Well, that's like, that's the thing. I, I want it, if you're going to do this, I want it to be perfect. <laughs> I want to believe it. I want your propaganda and your and your trickery to be so good that I'm just like, I have to oh, question it. Okay. I, like, I, no, I, I'd be so much happier if but they they'd could. get caught. If, but be better. Trick us all. Yeah. Trick us all. We'll be. We'll all be so happy. How crazy is that, <laughs> that though? Blows my mind. Because, of course, yeah, that would be the fucking. Cr- I, I think a lot of people would fall for it. Oh, dude, so many people would fall. People, I'd people probably f- fall for it. People <laughs> fell for that ad in New York when they yeah. were. It was that paranormal show. Uh, Poseidon. I don't know if you could find it now because I completely forgot what the name of the show was. There was basically a billboard in New York. Okay. And you looked at it and it said, do you believe in ghosts or something like that? And when you would look at it, this is far away, a billboard, you would hear in your ear like, uh, like a ghost or shit like that. And people were like, what the fuck? And it was just um, technology, just these audio waves that they could point towards you. It was fucking crazy. I wasn't sure if that was real or not when I heard about this one. I wasn't yeah. sure if that was just like a, a whole thing. Paranormal else. state, is that it? Add billboard, ma- yeah. I think so, yeah. It's so cool, bro. 70% of Americans believe Oh, as you walk by, the sound of a woman's voice whispers, who's that? Who's there? Yeah, it's, it's so cool. It's your imagination. Advertisers describe it as a chilling message. The technology is created by Holosonic. The device is effectively an audio spotlight that can project sound literally right into your ears. Previously, this technology had been used in places like museums or libraries. It creates an isolated experience while not disturbing those in the general area. So I'll yeah. send you a message. But he can't hear it, and you guys are close to each other. So let me let me take this one step further. Imagine radicalizing people with this. Oh, yeah. So you're in a room now. I'm the CIA. I got this technology. And I'm like, I need that guy to run the terror squad for me. You're in a mosque. In your ear, I only tell you in Arabic, you just hear, I'm the prophet. Oh, Listen wow. to me. No one else can hear you. You got to lead this. Bro, you're going to believe it. And you're going to do what the fuck they say. And I only say this because both the CIA and the FBI, I'm not saying they use this for it, but they fund all kinds of these groups. And then they complain. Wow. They go, I don't know how this happened. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So th- imagine fuck. that. I'd become a fanatic, bro. Uh, I, if you didn't tell me about this right now. And someone I, was. Pre- and I just heard, started hearing. I would think I'm either crazy or I'm going to believe this. Yeah, you're like my whole, I'm not crazy. I know I'm not crazy. <laughs> Holy shit. This is real. You could fuck with people. I'm, technology, dude, is so so insane. Man. Yeah. Oh man. I can't find the uh, the God thing though. Yeah. What, what God thing? The 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 one God like. Uh, oh, that was the whole. Uh, it was the it was. Um, is it Project Blue Book? I think it's Blue Book, bro. 
There was another one too. Fucking, I'm forgetting too. There was the whole Majestic 12 uh, conspiracy. Uh, you ever heard of the Majestic 12 stuff? Bring that up. I don't know how real this was. Hey, hey. I have a theory that Area 51 Fuck, is he fake, can't use Google. Yeah, I didn't that. Mike <laughs> always makes fun of him for that. <laughs> no, I love Majestic it. 12? Oh, no, this is Umbrella Academy. Fuck. <laughs> you see, that's another thing is they keep making movies with the sa- <laughs> and, and, and stuff with <laughs> the Trying same shit. Trying to bury shit. it all. Yeah. That's like the, the, uh, the why they made Frozen for Disney. So they stopped Googling. Let's see what he Disney says. being Frozen. <laughs> I, I heard of that theory. <laughs> Wait, what was it? Okay. <laughs> they made... Fr- they were Googling Walt Disney being frozen. People were so concerned about his cryogenic freezing yeah. that they titled the movie Frozen, Frozen, so it would take over the top spot from from people searching. That I shit. hope that's true because that is badassery. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. yeah. They like, got the first 200 pages of Google now. Is yeah. That, oh, bro, that's scary. Disney's big dick on the table. Uh, Majestic 12, also known as MJ12, for short, is a... A purported organization that appears in UFO conspiracy theories. Ooh. The organization is claimed to be the code name of an alleged secret committee of scientists, military leaders, and government officials formed in 1947 by an executive order by U.S. President Harry S. Truman. Ah, to Truman. Fa- to facilitate recovery and investigation of alien spacecraft. Huh. The concept originated in a, in a series of supposedly leaked secret government documents first circulated by ufologists in 1984. Upon examination, the Federal Bureau of Investigation declared the documents to be completely bogus. Uh, no shit. And many ufologists <laughs> consider them to be an elaborate hoax. Elaborate. Majestic 12 remains popular among some UFO conspiracy theorists, and the concept has appeared in popular culture, including television, yeah. film, and literature. It's such a good concept. Because it makes <sighs> you think of like the Wise Men Committee. Yeah. The Court of Owls, yeah, that yeah. type of stuff. I, I mean, I'm saying this right now. As a magician, it is my goal... To pull a hoax over on the internet at some point. At this to this level? Oh, as big as I possibly can. But like I'm I'm gonna I wanna I wanna I think it won't be they won't be that big, but like I wanna I wanna hoax somebody. Wanna. So you like nineties wrestling type of surprises. <laughs> yeah. uh, we a year ago, or it was a year or two ago, I we managed to do that on this network with the podcast. Oh really? I, I pulled off something very elaborate. Really? Yeah. And it would people were mad too. Whoa. So it was and it's never been done in podcasting, so I was very happy with it. So I I basically tapped... Actually, hold on. Do you want me to bring it up for him? Uh, it's too long because it, it spans different shows. Okay. So what happened was Poseidon, uh, being Poseidon, uh, the fans started to realize that he was always late. He was always getting in trouble. <laughs> Bro, the guy wasn't like... I, I, he, for some reason, he went through a period in his life where he was just... Wasn't a good employee. Right. You couldn't depend on him. Not the man he is today. So he got fired on camera. <laughs> he got fired on camera. Like yelled at during a live show, during a live stream of the morning show. Now, people are like, is he really fired? So then... We were doing two drink minimum. This was this went on for two three weeks. Two drink minimum. All the other shows without him. <laughs> we had replacements. Well, no, I'll, uh, oh, never mind. So we had we had replacements up until his show, which is the Intellectuals with Guido Grasso. Yeah. We had a replacement. It was this kid Claudio Capri who came in. <laughs> now Claudio was also not in on the gag, so he was not in on the gag. So Claudio came in. He's doing an episode, and we're like, yeah, he's a replacement. And people in the chat, the live chat, they're like, these motherfuckers, they replaced him. Nah, nah, nah. It's been a month. This is real, right? They replaced him. And they just So he's into the show about 20 minutes into the show, bro. 20 minutes into the show. Poseidon breaks in to the studio while everything's being recorded with two dudes wearing his null T-shirts. And they start fucking, get the fuck up. Get the fuck up. I just signed a new contract. I'm fucking back. And people are just freaking oh, out. And the kid didn't know. So the kid's like, oh, he's panicking. So then he starts crying. Because he's like, they're going to be, they go, we're going to break your fucking legs. 
Because then when the guys took him out of the room, they didn't tell him this is an elaborate hoax. They're like, we're going to break your fucking legs. You're trying to take Poseidon's job. And then he was, Ehh. and they're like, pick which which knee you want us to break. And he's like, I don't know, the left one. Oh like, yeah, yeah. So they were still, I didn't know that they were still going. I had to go out of the room and figure out. So now everyone's like, what the? So this was, <laughs> this, this spanned the morning show, Pantel's podcast, <laughs> two drink minimum. <laughs> so it was different channels, different. So it seemed. Legit. So real. That it seemed legit. WWE level. And people were like, you motherfucker, I can't believe you did this to it. Uh, it was so elaborate. Fuck yeah. Oh, man. It was, uh, yeah, but when he walked in, I think. <laughs> oh, my God. No, that's not it. No, I th- you, you'll, the, the cover basically doesn't have you. It just had, it was episode, uh, I think. It was episode 20 or 15, maybe. <laughs> oh, 15, 15, 15. 15. Oh, shit, dude. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, yeah, yeah, the, the short one. It's yeah, the short one. So, yes, so look, so look at how far into it they are. Oh. They're, oh, yeah, wow. yeah, like they're, they're, they're into 20 it. So, so 20 people are watching this. They're like, okay, this is legit. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, can I unmute? Yeah, yeah, unmute. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. So, um, this was a moment. <laughs> so I just click play. Well, huh? You want to make it full screen yet? Yeah. Who's Charlie Day? Uh, he's from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And Pacific Rim 1 and 2? Pacific Rim job. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Whoa, 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 he is losing his fucking mind. He's like, I pure fear. Yeah, he's like, I didn't do anything. What is this? So now the chat was blowing up. Oh my up. god! Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you sons of bitches! This is Dude, good. This is insanity. Oh. This is complete. So now that they're getting him up, like come out, and these are that that guy there with the yeah. hat on. Bro, he's like six foot oh, he's four. A fucking uh, yeah, crowbar? dude, a crowbar, dude. It was. Look, so now Guido's not sure. He's like, "What's going on? What's oh. what, what's real? What's not real?" So it was very much, "What's a shit?" Look at him. Look at this, bro. This was. <laughs> so, and then people in the chat were like, "I'm never trusting you again, you sons of bitches." So you told yeah. the you told the audience right away. Well, they saw it happen, so they were like, "What is going on?" And I even told them, "I go, don't worry. There's gonna be like, yeah, we're moving on from Poseidon, but it's gonna be worth it. There's gonna be a big payoff." But no one expected because this lasted weeks. Yeah. The buildup was yeah. weeks. That's so crazy, yeah. you sons of bitches. That's so funny. <laughs> and no one does that in podcasting. No. So no. I was like, I just want to try it. Oh, good for you. That's yeah. the kind of shit I love, man. I love it. Anytime you can put in like way too much preparation for something, <laughs> like you just overplan it. Oh, it's the best. Fuck yeah. Why not? What happened to me is I was thinking. I go. We have access to so many different shows. Yeah. Um, we oh. have the time, the facilities. Why not play with it a bit? We like to fuck around. Yeah, the web of lies can be really intricate because why not? Because there's oh. so and, But that's what was getting people weirded out because they go, well, okay, I understand if on one show it's like a narrative, but this spans another channel. <laughs> yeah. Mike is upset. He's like, yeah, he was just shit, so we got a new guy. Like, So people are like, what the fuck's happening? Oh. This is no one would... Like most people were like, there's no way that uh, this is fake. This, he, the guy got fired. So then when he came in, it was just... Anarchy. The next good move is if you you uh, he thinks it's a prank, but you actually did fire him. Yeah, he no, he's been fired for real many times. And you changed all the locks. Yeah, yeah he's been. <laughs> he's like, I'm coming back this week, and he doesn't. Get the in the, the other prank that we knew people were gonna know was fake, but some people thought it was real was Guido dying. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. some some dummies thought it was real. Yeah. Oh wow, because he the... left quickly to go down to Mexico for like a <laughs> dental surgery. Yeah. So then we just said he died. 
<laughs> but really what happened was he got to Mexico and he got deported back. He's the first person I ever met that got deported from Mexico. <laughs> what? Yeah, he got into a fight at the lineup when he was there at the customs. And they're like, yeah, you're being, you're, you're being fucking stupid. Get on this plane. You're going back home. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So you got to fuck up bad. You got to fuck up bad. So then it was during Halloween time. So I was like, you know what? That's going to be the Halloween episode. So the Halloween episode oh started with him dressed as Paul Bear. And he had this makeup on. And he's like, oh, you know. And he's bringing him back from the dead. So we, we like, I try my best sometimes to do a little with the other shows that are not like Pantel Spot. They're not interviews. That's great. I, yeah, I try to do uh, some fuckery stuff. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah no. Oh, I love you guys. Uh, I'm one? glad to know you guys. This is fucking great. Which, which one's this? Uh, the Paul Bearer one. Are you sure? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So start. Yeah, just so you can see what, what's happening. So he starts the episode. Look at him. <laughs> He's shirtless. And he never addresses. Something like that. And then uh, a few days later, we get a, call, a phone call from one of his family members. and uh, He's shirtless for no reason. What happened? Never addresses it. What we know so far was he was violently murdered <laughs> by the cartel. Very sad. Very sad what happened. Uh, I still don't know the full details. But uh, apparently it was a case of uh, mistaken identity. It went something like uh, <laughs> it was at the dentist's office and, and they came in looking for somebody else. And Guido, you know, being Guido, I guess, you know, they were looking for somebody and maybe said something and, you know. It's convincing. Him, so. <sighs> Shirtless. No, it's sad, man. The guy was a good guy, bro. You know. Hold on. Uh, let me fast forward. Right. No, no uh, is it long? I don't want any part of this. We had even better. Something even better, guys. <laughs> something. <laughs> this is crazier. So retarded, bro. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Yes. Guido Grasso. I've spoken to the spirits. <laughs> They've decided to grant me bringing you back. Uh, <laughs> and he's dressed like the Undertaker. Uh, you were dead. Look, he's dressed like the He has gloves you? on. Now, here's the funny part. I, this fucking right idiot now. didn't have face paint, what okay? What the fuck is on your face? Yeah, look. So we didn't know what the fuck yes. was on his face. He brought you back. He put some kind of Italian shaving cream on and started burning his eyes. You know so his face oh, started to become raised. Like, I gotta go wash my face. <laughs> <laughs> nice to see you too again, Guido. <laughs> you crazy fucks. That's convincing, uh, Poseidon. That's convincing. You did great. That's awesome. Yeah, I thought you it's were a lord of the dog arts. Natural. Yeah, we have fun oh on this shit. Oh, my God. On yeah. Bob, you guys gotta do something like that. Oh, fuck. We sure do. I went to I went to Mexico to get dental work once. Like Is it good? Because he, he he raves about it. Yeah, I went ten years ago. I was twenty six. I was broke, but I knew I was gonna be an entertainer, and I wanted to get my teeth fixed. And I was super nervous about it. I was super scared when I got there. It was a weird experience, but the dentist was like awesome. But it's just bizarre. Like the dental office is very Mexico cockroaches and broken you know uh drywall that's got cracks Him, it's in it. different he says it's like super high end well all the machines are high end just the the suite oh, I was in oh yeah yeah and then the doctor's like she's like oh i i, I got my degree in uh, university of alberta in edmonton right and she's like my family's just from here so i moved back here it's way cheaper i make more money whatever all the uh, dental tourists easy but then they're like what would what it would have taken at home eight weeks they're like we'll do it in five days if you want if you can handle it long sessions every day in the chair then i went out drinking with my dentist afterwards drinking tequila all night 
Like he's what? Dri- driving around in a Honda Civic. And I- I'm just a passenger. I'm just getting fucked up. He's like, oh, we're going to have a real Mexican night. Go pick up my friends. Like, dude, we had so much fun. And then he's like, all right, drops me off at 3 a.m. at my hotel. And he's like, all right, I'll see you in the morning. <laughs> Five hours later, I'm getting a root canal from the same guy. Like, Bro, dude, this is absurd. It was wild. And I kind of like it, though. I was 20, uh, 26. I had no money left. Like, it was going to be $2,600 to get this work done. I That's like. It. I had like twenty eight hundred dollars. Yeah, and in Vancouver they want like eleven thousand. Oh, dude, it's crazy. And this was like twenty six hundred. That included the uh, hotel, all inclusive for a week. So I like it was dirt cheap, and I was like, "This is scary." And it was totally fine. And I had a fucking blast. And you I, know what? The government should step in and do something about these prices. They're ludicrous. <laughs> How are these Mexicans charging nothing? Yeah. You know what? I, uh, he convinced me. I'm going to go do my dental work down in Mexico. Fuck We're all yeah, going together. Dude. Let's go. Yo, what the fuck, bro? Yeah. yeah. But they make some crazy choices. I used to have like... You mean you didn't want diamond and grills? <laughs> 100%. <laughs> so I used to have like more like... Uh, my eye teeth are like more like fangs a little bit, right? Yeah. And oh, like me. Yeah, like you. Yeah, more fangs. You're like a gorilla though. <laughs> yeah. Look at that mouth. Do it. So... <laughs> Yeah, it looks good. Very gorilla mouth. <laughs> but the dentist, uh, the, there's two different people, and the, the one dentist, she's like uh, sort of on the final part. She's put in the veneers and everything, all looking good. I still got these fangs though, and she's like, "Oh, you probably don't want fangs," and just buzzes them down so they're flatter. Ultimately, very good choice. My f- smile is much nicer. But she didn't ask me if I liked the way my fucking fangs were. Yeah, I she love fangs. Started, she just started grinding them off, and I was like, I don't know if I like, uh, what the hell? Like, I wanted to make a choice about my own fucking smile. Yeah. And she made it for me, and I was like, I remember getting up looking in the mirror like, oh, I look a lot different. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> so that was the only time I was like, this is weird. And one time they're like doing shit, like doing molds and stuff in my mouth, and uh, this lady's sister just comes in with like a basket of shit and she's just eating, sitting next to the dental chair, talking Spanish, that, that, that. She's just working on my mouth. Like it was just so, like, like a little farmer's market chat like over nonchalant. top of my chair. And I'm like, is this not, is this sanitary? Like, is this, it was weird, but it was great, man. And back then I only had 16 videos, 16 videos on YouTube. Okay. Random promo videos, bullshit. And they, like, find out, they're like, oh, you're a magician? And, like, you on YouTube? And this is, like, again, 10 years ago. I'm like, yeah, I got a couple videos up there. So they wheel in a fucking TV, and they start playing my YouTube channel, but not for them, for me. They weren't even watching it. So I was stuck there. (laughs) Watching yourself? Watching my 16 videos on loop for, like, six hours. Just watch this. (laughs) (laughs) It's a torture method. (laughs) They're like, you got to up the quality. You don't think there's shit? Watch them for six hours. Uh, yeah. I wish that was... They didn't even care. I was so like, what? This is so bizarre and weird. I didn't know what to do. I it's felt, like an alien thing. <laughs> it felt like an alien thing. Like, I, it, yeah. You're like, explain this to us, human. <laughs> yeah. What is this? Oh, I was, what the fuck is going on right now? It was wild. Holy shit. But you've convinced me too. If I want to get some work done, I might go down. Because I didn't yeah. trust Guido because he's a lunatic. Yeah. No, um, no. Nah, these have been holed up. Ten years I got these. They fucking... Perfect. I have a That's what he says too. He says it's it's cheaper, but it's actually better. That's what he was telling me. Definitely not better, but cheaper. It's gonna be this. I think it's the same, same, same quality, same level. <laughs> the way you said it, you're like, oh. <laughs> it's so funny because Guido has been, has been. It's not better. He's, he's like, been, oh, bro, it's better. It's no better. Way. It's better. It's cheaper. Yeah. Better. Ninety percent is good, but way cheaper. Like, uh, yeah. No, no, way cheaper is is a big difference because yeah. it's so absurd. The prices here for yeah. dental work is nuts. Insane. Yeah. My oh. <laughs> sister was like fucking 30,000. Like it was God crazy. Yeah. And she had to get it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you need teeth. teeth. You need teeth. Yeah. I, I don't know. I've had a lot of run-ins. I've had to have two of them. Other, I did 
the last two I did in in Canada because I broke them on an olive when I was super drunk. Oof. Like I just bit half an olive right into the pit, snapped off two teeth. I like that we have the technology now. Yeah, that it is fixable. Yeah, you won't be toothless. That's right. At least there was a time in history where it's like You're now fucked. you don't have teeth now. Hey, stupid! You bit into an olive. Yeah, and then that just becomes your name. Yeah, you become Wes Olive. <sighs> Which Wes? Olive Wes. Yeah, I remember him. <laughs> Yeah, that's what happened. the guy that whistles when he talks now. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> that's what it would be. I, I have a question for you, Wes. Yeah, hit me. What if you want sharper fangs? Oh, buddy, they'll, they'll hook you up. Yo! But they will. And beware, when you go down there, they will try and make you get whiter teeth. They want you to no, have... It's going to look too weird. They want you to have that obnoxiously white teeth. Doesn't it look lo- too weird, though? Yeah, but they love it down there. Every culture's into different shit, and they love them bright white. And I'm like, no. And I had to be like, do not fucking give me white teeth. Like a little shade lighter than I had, sure. But they're like, no, no, we're gonna go like this. They're holding up these, like, need sunglasses. Nah, to look are at you them. crazy? Do not let them talk you into that. Especially because I smile all the time. People are gonna be like, what's the smiling? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it yeah. just makes the rest of you look like unclean. Yeah, your teeth are way too clean. Yeah, and you look weird. <laughs> By comparison, you're like, oh, the rest of you is kind of shit, isn't it? Only, <laughs> only black people can have really white teeth, and it looks nice. Yeah, white people, if they're too white, you're like, bro, what are you a crackhead? What is that? Yeah, What's going on? No are those sense. fake teeth? Are you a crackhead? Yeah, yeah. you are a crackhead. Did they replace all your teeth? What's going on? Well, I'm mean, like, can you whiten my eyes too? So yeah, at least they yeah. Match? Like, what the fuck is happening right now? Yeah, it doesn't look good. Like, it, I've seen people with like obnoxious, like too too white. I'm like, there's some that looks weird. Yeah, it looks like they're dentures. What's going on? There? I think so. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, no, no. You gotta look natural i think so yeah natural that's why like uh even if you want to get like plastic surgery and botox and stuff sure but do a little because <laughs> if it go you go you can look like a mutant you're gonna look it's a fine weird. line mm-hmm. between 10 years younger or another species the line is thin <laughs> it's very thin <laughs> I've, I've seen people who yeah. looked good and then they'll get I, like i know a girl who she's been getting lip injections yeah since she was 18 19 yeah but she was so hot mm-hmm. and now She's just have to re-go and refill. All, like, now you're stuck doing this shit. It's tricky. And you, she's like, oh, I had to do this for my... But no, you don't. You're 20 years old. You're 20-something years old. You don't need to fix wrinkles. Yeah. It, especially, like, I don't know. It depends. I think, <laughs> what, what what is your job? When people in the entertainment industry make crazy choices and try and do anything, I go, yeah, okay, that's the job. It's a vain industry. We, we, we all have to struggle with that somewhere. If you just are just an accountant, then you don't have to do that. <laughs> I don't think you need to get all the things. You're just, like... Just be an accountant. Just, just be, live your life. Just account. People love you. It's yeah. okay. But yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I'm 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 vain as shit. Like I was in the other day trying to get to feel like my hair's going. I'm like in there like asking the doctor about propecia and like how do I keep my hair? No, if you want to, if it's not if you need to grow new hair, yeah, you gotta go to places like Turkey and just get the implants. The, from what I know, they're the best in the world. I, I have a friend; he's a YouTuber, yeah. big YouTuber, uh, fitness guy. Mm. Um, he had documented his journey, anabolic aliens. You could go check out his channel. Mm. Um, and he was he was bald. He was completely he was balding. Yeah, not a widow's peak. Like he was, yeah. and he went there, did it. Now he's got a full fucking head of hair. Yeah, Theo Vaughn's had it done. Matt McConaughey. Yeah, like those guys are all rolling on uh, implanted hair. Yeah, it works. Yeah, it does for sure. It, it works. It's just uh, uh, the process fucked up. There was a video. There was someone who was like, nice, I'm getting ready for the summer. You know, I'm going to have hair in the summer. Yeah. And they told him like, no, no, you're going to wear a hat all summer, bro. You got to keep that shit. Yeah, it's that, like they, months and months and months. Yeah, and months yeah. And, months. and he's like, what? Yeah. I thought I was going to be on the beach. Nah, you're not going anywhere, bro. <laughs> no. But then after, you'll be fine. Yeah. But you, you need the healing process. Of course, which makes sense. It makes sense. But like, that's one thing. If the aliens, when they come down, I'm like, yo, can you just fix all the baldness for everybody real quick? 
Just do that. Do that one thing. Like, well, you only have one choice. We have baldness or cancer. You're like, yeah, the first one. Yeah, obviously, baldness. Because <laughs> that's two birds with one stone. Their life. Yeah. <laughs> baldness is a cancer for men. Yeah. The cancer on uh, the dating game. Yeah. And any, any, uh, any women that are bald, boom, fix that too. You know, we don't often talk about that. Yeah. Bald women. Yeah, no, we don't. That's never been brought up this that's year. That's a minority that doesn't get a voice. <laughs> I know. I know. Chris Rock tried to talk about it. No yeah. one wanted to hear it. Yeah, the voiceless. Yeah, yeah. Chris Rock tried and they're like, shut the fuck up, bro. Yeah. He's the like, voiceless hairless. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, 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 I'm here for it. I think yeah. we all benefit from it. But that's, uh, it's weird because like when you get to like Propecia or whatever, they're like, yeah, side effect could be your dick won't work very well. You have trouble getting it up. And you're like, I want hair so I could fuck. Yeah, well, that, that's it. A lot of people, man, they're, they're like, oh, yeah, I'll choose hair still, which is a weird thing. And you just like, hope I'm not part of that side effect. I don't like the worst side effects. I It, it was lumosity, I think. Lumicity. What the fuck's it called? Lunicity. I think lunicity. The commercial literally says, um, don't take lunicity if you're allergic to lunicity. <laughs> so you can't know shit. Well, that's insane. Don't eat peanuts if you're allergic to peanuts. How do I know if I'm allergic to it? <laughs> That's exactly the right. The fuck is lunacy or lutricity, whatever the fuck it is? Well, you've had Alex Boyer in here before for your French one, or yeah. did you do this one? He did it in French. Yeah, he can't do English. <laughs> um, but uh, he uh, he's allergic to peanuts, but also we're always like, how do you know? You've never tried. So we try and convince him all the time. We're like, we got EpiPen. We're next to the hospital. We'll sit outside the hospital. Try a fucking peanut. Let's go. <laughs> he won't you're do trying it. to kill him. Yes. Did you not talk to the man? Yeah. Well... That's fine. We, he, we try to kill him. He's unkillable. <laughs> He's unkillable. He's a wizard. He's way too tough for that. He's way He's too tough. He's magical. He's magical. Wes, I'm going to let you catch your plane or wherever the yeah, fuck you I need am. to go. I'm going right to the airport. Uh, thank you for fucking being on. This All the links are in the description. Uh, subscribe to Wes on the YouTubes. Listen to Wes, uh, to Wes on the Bob podcast. There's no reason why you shouldn't. And if he's in your city, you buy tickets right now. Damn straight. Thank you, dog. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.